0: Hey there, it's me Denise Lee and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. Today's episode is a little different path from where I normally talk. I had a really fun conversation with Emily Tassani about boundaries and respecting our self-worth and just honoring our own unique path in business. There was so much value that was shared. I can't help but to let you on into our conversation. You're going to hear all about this coming to you after this short break. Anyway, for the benefit of our conversation, you know, obviously, you know, through me on LinkedIn, Denise D. right? But my main goal, my main purpose of being online is to help entrepreneurs get over their limiting beliefs so that they can showcase their most authentic self for people who need their help. What I'm trying to say, let me break it down a little more simpler. We have a lot of limiting beliefs and insecurities and fears and misguided beliefs, and it causes us to shrink. It causes us to not be authentic because of those past experiences, because of past painful memories, And because of that, we tend to go into one or two camps online, and I've seen this so often. We go into one camp where we're only making content for likes, meaning that we're only creating content that will appeal to the masses. Or we go the other way and just become lurkers and only like and say, I like this stuff, but they don't create content within itself. So my job is to help the people who come into my world identify, eliminate, all those negative ideas, and then showcase unapologetically who they are online. That's really in essence what I do. And there's a lot of other stuff that goes on beyond the scenes. Obviously, I can help with systems and automate stuff, whatever. But that's really my essence. And I realized this. The reason why you came to me, right, just to have a friendly conversation, was because I was unapologetically me. Mm -hmm. That's different, right? Because we're always seeing the stuff that's like, here are some friendly tips or here are certain things that you can benefit. But I'm coming from a narration of, this is my story. My, I'm letting you all know what's going on in my life real time. Here are some nuggets that I know is going to help you. I don't care whether or not you work with me or not. I know that I have become a better person through sharing my story.
1: Yes. I. How did you... How did this become your path? Like, what was it that led, like, did you always know this is the type of work you wanted to do or was there like a switch or was it a slow transition? Like, how did you end up here?
0: I wish I could tell you that I woke up one day and I felt fabulous and I wanted to share my story with the world, but that is not the case. What I, I came to this journey because I wanted to get well, mentally, yeah. I wanted to be able to tell other people that there's a way out. And it came through bitter honesty and self-reflection. It's funny, this whole journey, I was just reflecting about I'm thinking about it earlier, Emily, where I was thinking when I became a personal trainer and I was going to all these women empowering groups, all these women groups, and there was a business coach, Emily, that was in my group at the time. And I was still doing personal training actively. And I remember the business coach was assisting other people, but I said, no, I don't need the business coach for that. I don't need anyone helping me. I got my stuff, right? But I suffered so much because I was unwilling to let somebody in and looking at my junk. Here I am, a personal trainer, trying to help people get well and fit physically, when emotionally, I'm a train wreck. And the process of doing more personal development work, the process of talking with more people, I realized, my goodness, there's probably so many other people who don't just need help with obviously marketing and promoting themselves. They need help feeling better internally so they can naturally... Gravitate to the people that they can serve, and more importantly, people can gravitate to them. And then the healing process comes both ways: I heal for you, you heal for me. We learn from one another. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, hope I did. I hope that makes sense.
1: It, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's real that for. To step into a professional trajectory like that, it has to unfold on its own. I mean, I feel like the more work that I'm doing as well, which is, feels very similar to what how you're describing your work, um, it's not necessarily the thing that you wake up wanting to do. It has to unfold as you're doing your own self-discovery and leads to more self-discovery and intentional investigation
0: I guess. it does it's it's one of those things where as you interact with people you learn something new but more importantly you learn something more about yourself and then you want to dig deeper and say why did that idea really cling to me let let me get curious as entrepreneurs We have to get excited about our natural curiosity. And I know we're both mothers and we were talking earlier about observing how our kids are just getting messy and having fun and exploring different things, right? That is how we need to interact on this online space. We need to get messy. We need to explore. We need to get our hands dirty. We need to dive in deep so that we can be able to pull out the most powerful version of ourselves. And that feels incredible to have that aura around you. It feels like a vortex. You want everyone to come near you.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love your energy and I love how you explain it all. And it's so funny. You mentioned the curiosity piece because last week I co-facilitated a free webinar with my coach, And it was called Curiosity is Power. And we talked all about how curiosity is a leadership skill and it's a generous offering that we give ourselves and give to others. And it has restorative power because it gives us permission to not know all the answers, but to do the exploration necessary to find answers, right? Not a right answer, not the best answer, but just answers because. Everyone's experience is their own and everyone's journey is their own. And we all have different answers. And the curiosity of being open to learning about ourselves and others in the spaces that we share together is so rich with opportunity for more understanding. And I just think that there's so much power to that.
0: Absolutely. And I want to just park on the idea of experiences We are in this culture where everything is labeled as a good experience or a bad experience. And why do we need to have it labeled in that black and white linear terms, right? Because when I think about even the most traumatic things, things that caused me so much harm, that was so much learning that was gifted to me for free. It could have never been translated through a book or watching a webinar or attending a class. It's real on-time learning and self-development. If you can walk away and say, what have I learned? That is just an experience. But when we get ourselves trapped in, okay, this is only a positive experience. Well, we are ignoring the things that we can learn, and correct them. Or we think this is a negative experience. Also, we forget the things we can learn and correct We are here to grow together. And we need to understand that all these things are interacting, colliding for a purpose to lead us to a better and more brighter path. I love it. (laughs) I love
1: your energy. I, I mean, I can see why you're successful at what you do because it's obvious you're really passionate about it. And that you have like a true understanding of the multifaceted, pieces that will come up when you're doing this kind of work?
0: Oh, yeah. It's emotional, especially when you're dealing with people who are, they're really, they say they want to make more money or they grow with followers. Well, in reality, they want to feel more secure about themselves, secure about their abilities. Now, let's dig Mm -hmm. deeper behind that. Why do you want to feel secure about your abilities? Perhaps you weren't feeling validated earlier. Okay, let's dig deeper by that. Why didn't you feel validated? Was it really your fault or their fault or just happens to be the circumstance that happened? So we have to go back and really dig deep. And then once we heal from those primary experiences, we can just blossom because we're not echoing past mistakes or issues or whatever. We are beautiful flowers, each and every one of us. And we cloud ourselves by negative messages that come through our mind. When we affirm positive, we get more positive. And conversely, when we affirm more negative, we get more of what we're, our mind is telling us. And that impacts other people too, Emily. Have you noticed mm-hmm. when you're having a bad day, even if you're not saying anything negative, right, you're... It's like a little rain cloud all over the top of you, and people are like, "Whoa, let me just back off off from of her because I don't know what's going to go down. Even though you're not seeing anything, conversely, I'm smiling. You're drawing in. You're feeling my energy. And it's because I'm coming to this conversation to see how much I can learn and grow through this interaction, without expectations, without wanting anything else from this conversation.
1: It's so true. I say to my husband all the time. If his, I am very much an empath, and we have the conversation a lot of in the morning. If he is in a gruff mood for whatever reason, whether he didn't sleep well or our toddler woke us up, I always say your energy impacts me, whether you know it or not. Like whether whether you've said anything doesn't matter. I can tell that you're not in a good mood, and that that like throws off the whole morning for me. Our son is also definitely more like me. He's definitely very much in his feels and emotions, so he can tell as well, which has been really hard for my husband because he is definitely, he does not have that natural ability to like feel and read the energy. So it's been a really interesting exploration for us as a family to learn like, and you know, to talk about. Joe, it's okay if you are not in a good mood this morning, but let's work on the same things we work on with our toddler. Like, what is it that's bothering you? Can you put it into words? It's okay that you're having that emotion. How can we work through it? Or do you need some time to yourself? (laughs) Because I think as we get older, we forget that it's okay to process um, our emotions as information, right? The emotions we're having, the experience we're having is information for us to learn from and we get really stuck in the pattern of like, I'm just really angry or whatever the situation may be. Um, You know, and if it's a good emotion, we're cool with that. But if it's a hard emotion or a, a really strong negative emotion or a perceived negative emotion, we can get really stuck in that. And the shift to like the emotions we have, our information about how we perceive the world happening around us is a very freeing way to look at it, I think, because then you can just learn from how you're feeling and what's happening.
0: I agree with you. I, if you may, if I may rather, <laughs> I like to talk about two things that you mentioned. You, there was just so much information so much value that you had in um, your latest statement. The first of all is our boundaries as impacts. There are, is a tendency of an impact for us to want to absorb, because I'm empathic too to want to absorb everything that's coming from external. But there is a very key idea that I want all of us who are listening to understand that we begin and we stop at certain places emotionally. In other words, we have our own zone where we end and then another person has their own information, but we, they don't have to absorb our barrier or boundary. I can stay grounded in who I am and still react to how someone else is feeling, even if it doesn't align with me, because I am clear at who and what I believe in and what I'm feeling. So, in other words, you, you, your husband's name is Jim, correct?
1: Joe.
0: Joe. I'm sorry.
1: Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe.
0: And so he could have having like a, a crazy day, right? And he comes barreling down, and like, Just acting crazy, Aah! and you. Can zen and calm and just finish a meditation series or just talking with a client or whatever. And all this crazy energy is not your priority, meaning that you're not helping yourself. You're not helping your husband. You're not helping your son, but absorbing that. It literally has to reflect. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I know you're feeling emotional, I ain't gonna stay calm because I know I'm good where I am, but we can talk about what you're dealing with. But understand that it's not my responsibility to absorb your emotions. It's not my job. My job is to stay emotionally stable through this interaction. That's the only thing that I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. yeah. We often are been taught as in a culture that in order for us to interact, we somehow need to react. And there's a huge difference between acting and reacting to other people. And I think people confuse that in order for me to engage, it means that I need to get sucked into your whirlwind of emotions. And that's not, And we face this with clients and we face this online and we face this where everyone's just going through their own drama and their own situations and all the crap that's going on in the world because life is messy and people are going through some things and people not only are going through some stuff physically, they're going through some stuff internally, their dog could have died, they got sick, you know, the bills aren't paid, whatever, and we're all interacting with one another and I need to be okay by understanding that you're not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still okay if you're not okay. And I know that sounds a lot easier <laughs> than what it <laughs> is, but it's true. We can still be okay no matter what people are saying or doing.
1: Yeah. Yes. All of that, yes. And I think that's also a really perfect lead into the fact that we don't have to fix the energy or the situations of others that we can hold space for their experience and, you know, be empathetic without, without trying to fix just being a listener and a support and letting them share what their experience was, what their emotions are. Um, I think that part uh, is so important because we really always try and fix the situation or compare to something we've experienced. And <clears throat> I think there is value to knowing that somebody can, you know, find understanding in your experience. But I think we really have to work on being able to hold space yeah. when somebody needs that time to share and not try and fix it.
0: Just a simple I understand or I hear you can be really all someone's looking for. And it's really a comfort on us as the speaker, as we're sharing a story to inform people about our intention of sharing. I think a lot of people believe that the onus is on the listener to interpret what's going in our minds. Well, we sit and literally say, hey, look, I'm having a bad day. I'm exhaling no responses needed that helps equip people like me who want to fix to say, my job is only to listen and to nod my head. We need to do a better job in our communication and understanding. It truly is a two-way street. Our people are not mind readers. We need to communicate in advance. Our needs, our wishes our intents as part of the dialogue. Dialogue is die, too. It requires both of us. And we need to make things easier by communicating our intentions throughout the communication process.
1: I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm getting my own personal coaching session right now. (laughs) I love this. I do truly. I mean, this is, you know, the business that I have is, is, uh, different than yours, but very similar in that, um, this is what I do to help people be successful in the business model that I operate in, uh, guiding people through their insecurities and their fears and their hesitations. And there's a lot there that we carry that impacts, specifically women, in my experience, every aspect of whether or not we believe in ourselves and how that is then acted out in our day-to-day experiences. Um, yeah, and I think there's a lot of depth to that, right? The longer that I am in business and working on coaching business partners to succeed, the more I see this need for you have to do personal work. There has to be a deep dive into your own messiness in order to really create create relationships that are built on trust and authenticity and integrity. And it doesn't mean that we are broken or that there's anything wrong with us, but it means there's a lot to learn from every part of who we are and every experience we've had. Yeah.
0: Our methods are messages. Yeah, we are designed to be unique storytellers carrying hope and inspiration and sometimes lessons for those who come within our orbit and by not allowing ourselves to explore who we are and our motivation we could be depriving another person another chance of healing and discovering themselves and when I know that Every interaction. I'm a Christian, so if you're not a Christian or you're atheist or whatever, filter it. What I have to say next through your own lens, okay? I believe that every person, every encounter is uniquely designed and crafted by God, so that I can make a lasting, beautiful imprint on this world that was designed and specifically for me, my own unique divine calling. Now for you, you can translate it on, this is, could be just random encounters, but I don't think that way. I don't think that anything happens by flute. I think everything is orchestrated. May that make sense now, but I believe all these things are done on purpose. And if I know that this is a great opportunity to learn, how can I walk through it with grace and love and empathy? How can I not? But I know this is a gift
1: for today. Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think we get whether, and yeah, I think you're right. Whatever the lens of whoever it is and what their understanding of a higher power or not is that God or the universe is always offering us opportunities for impact. And I, I, Something that my coach said that has been really impactful for me is that it's not so much our intention that counts because we can have the best of intentions, but it really it is about the impact of what we say and what we do. And so I think that also requires the openness for feedback, right? Because we can have the best of intentions and the impact of how we share or in the things that we do might not be received in the way that we meant them to be. And so having that, you know, when you have the openness to explore yourself, you also are open to feedback and learning and growth, which creates more and and a deeper, I would say, connection with the people that you are learning from and learning with. So, uh, yeah, I just, there's such a richness here to to what you do and what this conversation has to offer. I mean, I'm so grateful that we are connecting right now and having this conversation because I think these conversations have to happen more often in smaller circles for us to get to a place where we can realize that there's more in common than not. And if we can bridge gaps with connection and conversation and understanding that there's a lot of beautiful healing that can happen not just on a personal level
0: there is this idea emily that we need to share our stories to the masses but we're really sharing our stories for the people who are receptive for that next level of emotional development Mm -hmm. and that doesn't happen blasting through a megaphone (laughs) that doesn't happen through just mass messages on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, whatever. It happens, and I agree with you, in these very small, intimate sessions where we can stop and analyze how people are reacting, how people are feeling, maybe unpacking the thought a little bit in more depth. Oftentimes, we can easily shrink away from those learning and growing experiences when we're in a crowd of people. But when we're around other people who are seeking that same goal of growth and learning and sharing and and feeling open and available for that intimacy, they understand that it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get a little sloppy, but we're here to support one another through this journey. So for everybody who's listening, uh, right now, I just want to invite you to find a community or persons that can help support you, so that you can continue the growth and healing. Don't just listen to something; engage, write notes, ask questions. That's where we can really grow. Is when we're having that active engage, and that's why I agree with you, Emily. That's where those small groups and those one on ones can make the difference. Yeah, yes, I love it. Well, while you're, I coming, think that- while you're coming in that space, I, I wanted to say something that was on my mind. Earlier today, I was talking with my husband about just social media in general. And I was telling him that I was very fearful of uh, gaining a large following fast. And he asked me, why is that? And I said, because I'm afraid of weirdo and crazies and people who are just emotional. And he paused, my husband paused and looked at me and said, don't you think other people are afraid of weirdos and unemotionally unstable people? Don't you think that's a universal thing? And I said, Jeff. Yes. And then he looked at me and he said, what? good are you doing by not sharing your voice regardless of how people react and that's Mm -hmm. not me back to realizing i was looking more inward instead of explaining my heart outward so often we can go so inward and lose focus on what matters most Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I think we, I think there is a, an interesting, um, well, I think we're worried a lot about what other people think about us or what the impact will be on us of other people's thoughts. And I always tell my business partners, most people are not thinking about you at all. They're thinking about what other people are thinking about them. And so this this like epidemic of sorts where we stress so much about what other people might perceive of us or how they might think of us. And the reality is maybe it's the fleeting thought, maybe, but they probably have moved on and are continuing to worry about their own situation and what other people think about them. And I think when we can release that perceived weight of other people's you know, opinions of us, there's so much freedom to that. And I'm not saying that's easy, at all. But I think it's so important that we continue to work in that direction because it's so freeing.
0: Yeah, it's, I think there's a mantra that I just need to be saying to myself and probably we all need to say to ourselves is that it's not about you, boo. It's not about you. And that goes for how people react to our content, about how we share our message and how people interpret our message. It's not about us. And then, it makes us realize how selfish we are. (laughs) Because nobody wants to, everyone knows it, but we don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. 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 This whole time I did not, I feel bad about this. I should say this. I want people to find you. I want people to know more about you. Can, where can people find you, learn more about you? Just, they're just interested just by this conversation alone. Where can they go next?
1: So I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, um, and I'm always happy to chat with folks. So I have, you know, a Calendly link on all of my social media platforms to have conversation and create connection with folks. Um, Yeah. And to share more about the business that I have and how I, like my goal is to empower anyone. Specifically, I love working with women to invest in health and wellness um, and also to build their own business with the company that I am current, you know, that I work with. Um, And to change the perceived expectations of what society tells us we should do in order to be successful, right? That there are many ways that we can work and enjoy what we do. And it doesn't have to look a certain way, even though that's what we've been told, Um, and i just you know like i mentioned to you at the beginning of our conversation i find so much value in networking and connecting and of course i want to continue to be successful in my business and in you know having people join me in my business but really all of that comes from the fact that relationships are really important to me and having an understanding of other people's perspectives and lived experiences and points of view and it's always a learning experience for me. So I find so much value in connection and I'm always open to connecting with people and building um, that rapport. I think that's just a richness that we have to be more open to.
0: Specifically for those who are listening, what name should be looking for you on, their so- on your socials? <laughs>
1: Yeah, Emily Tassoni, Um, And there are actually two of us. So <laughs> there's, I have a cousin with the same name. Um, but yeah, Emily Tassoni, it's T-O-S-O-N-I. And I'm located in Montana. So if you have connected with the Emily Tassoni who is an attorney in Iowa, that's not me. <laughs>
0: okay. You know, I have. I, 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 Because if you look up Denise Lee, there's a Denise Yawn Lee. There's, and like, no, I'm not. (laughs) So I want to make that clear. So for anyone's looking you up, they they know exactly where to go and find you. Yeah. Well, if there's any. Thank you for that clarification. I'm sorry.
1: Thank you for letting me clarify that.
0: No, no worries. If there's any like main takeaway or point about. Not just who you are and what you do, but what is the main message you want everyone that's listening to learn throughout just anything? I'm just laying the door open.
1: Mm. I think there's so much to that. I think recently what I've been really focused on and what I really want to say to people is we all have a voice an intuition, and I'm specifically speaking to women here. We have a voice, we have an intuition, and from a young age, we are societally told to suppress it in, in a variety of ways. Um, and I, I really am working toward how can I empower women to see their own power as a positive and to speak their truth and to listen to their deeper inner knowing in ways that create positive changes and can shift the energy, literally, in my opinion, of the universe. Mm-hmm. I feel like if women really believe in themselves and listen to that like deep inner gnawing that has been speaking to them for their whole lives, but they've been told not to trust, big important shifts can happen. So I think, mm, I just think there's so much power to knowing your power and to shifting away from the negative perceptions of what power is all about and using it and harnessing it for amazing potential.
0: Wow. That was, that was so powerful. I, I'm just really just soaking up everything that you just said. There's so much power within all of us, especially as women. And I'm really grateful this conversation for this connection. And I'm hoping that we can continue this dialogue again in the future. And I'm just so thankful for this. Experience yeah, I would love that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I am too. Thank you, Denise. This is wonderful.
0: <laughs> well, thank you again. And I'm, I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Yeah, me too. Yeah.